When you prescribe or take a drug, do you ever stop to think about whether it's suitable for vegetarians? Kanesh Patel and Kate Tatham, research fellows at Imperial College London, wondered just this. And in an analysis article on bmj.com, they looked at the top 100 drugs prescribed in primary care in the UK to find out. Can you start by telling us why you decided to do this? Well, I think we've had a long-standing interest in this. When we saw patients receiving gelafusin, which is gelatin, so what I used to call boiled beef bones in a bag um, to patients um, without really considering whether the patient wanted such a product given intravenously. And that prompted discussions about whether patients knew about the other things that they were given without discussion and whether they would really fit with their dietary beliefs and their lifestyle beliefs. Mm -hmm. And what kind of products are we talking about being mixed into commonly prescribed medication? The main three products that we found within the drugs that were commonly prescribed in the list that we used were gelatin, as Kanesh has mentioned, um, magnesium stearate and a lactose. Um, the first two are quite commonly known to be derived from animals and the third, lactose, is um, derived from cow's milk. But what many people don't realise is that it actually um, requires bovine rennet for its extraction, which comes from a calf's stomach. Uh-huh. Although it is possible for it to be produced, um, it is possible for it to be produced without this product. Okay, and the magnesium stearate, how, how is that not vegetarian or animal derived? What's that? Well, magnesium stearate, it's a, basically a lubricant and they use it to process tablets and improves how they dissolve. And historically, it was produced from rendered fat and that could have come from sheep, pigs, cows. But there's now a way of producing it from vegetable matter. So many companies preferentially seem to choose the vegetable source. It's readily available. Okay. And well, the key point with this is that what patients really want to know is whether the product is vegetarian or not. And with those two products, lactose and magnesium stearate, it was by no means clear in the work that we did that one was suitable for vegetarians or not suitable for vegetarians. Yes. So take us on to the work that you did, Kanesh. What did you actually set out to do? So we knew that there were millions of drugs being taken every day by people up and down the country and so what we did was we obtained the data from the NHS Business Services Authority freely available on their website um, in January 2013 and looked at the 100 most commonly prescribed drugs in general practice in the United Kingdom. We then looked for information about those 100 drugs to see if they were vegetarian, not vegetarian and whether the information about them was easily accessible. If you were a vegetarian, would it be easy to find out whether the drug was suitable for you? So where did you look? And so we looked across a huge variety of data sources, all of which were freely available to patients. So those include the Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Authority Product Assessment Reports, which is rather a mouthful, but is the official document licensing a drug for use in the United Kingdom the equivalent document in the EU, 
which are available online, but also looked at the British National Formulary, which is the resource that doctors in the United Kingdom use before prescribing a drug. To see how easy it was for patients to access this information, we also looked at drug boxes and also the patient information leaflets that came with the drugs to see if these excipients of interest were mentioned and whether their provenance was also described. And Kate, tell us what you found. So we were quite surprised by what we found in that 73, so 73% of all these medicines contained an excipient from an animal. So they either contained gelatin, a non-vegetarian magnesium stearate, or lactose, which obviously, as from milk, is an animal product. And many of them contain more than one. Um, um, of, the, of this 100, 20 of them contained gelatin, for example, 20%. 49% contained magnesium. However, a larger portion of that was vegetarian, in their words. And 59% of them, the largest number, um, contain lactose. Okay. And was it always clear which, which parts of those were vegetarian? So whether it was clear that it was vegetarian lactose or vegetarian magnesium... So this, this is where the confusion um, began. On none of the sources of information is the word vegetarian used. In, only in the MHRA public assessment reports did they occasionally mention whether or not it contained products derived from animals. However, in the case of lactose, it is always derived from an animal. However, milk products are generally acceptable for vegetarians, for example, but the, the, the way in which they're produced with the use of calf rennet is, may well not be. And this was not clear, with only a very small percentage of them actually mentioning the use of calf rennet. And this was buried in the detail that any, any patient or doctor, with a, especially with time limitations, wouldn't be able to find easily. Mm. And what did you make of your findings? We were, as Kate mentioned before, we were quite surprised at the magnitude of the what we think is a problem. We think that patients are probably being misled, not through any malevolent intent by doctors, but just by lack of clarity. And in systems like the United Kingdom, where prescriptions are taxpayer funded, patients don't have a choice about the preparation they receive. And it would be, we think, really helpful if there was some clarity on the boxes to allow patients to choose the medicines that they wish to take. You may say this is all a mountain out of a molehill, but in October last year, there was a paediatric influenza vaccination campaign in Scotland that had to be suspended because Muslim parents found out that there were porcine products in the vaccine. And this, of course, caused a delay and a problem with the national vaccination programme because of lack of clarity up front. It's these sorts of problems that we'd think would be best avoided in the future. OK, so you see a role for better labelling. Yes, so food is a really good analogy. In the 1980s, cheese was made exclusively with the use of rennet, that's the lining of the calf's stomach. But now the vast majority of cheeses bought in the supermarket are actually vegetarian. They make without rennet. And we think that drugs should probably undergo the same transition. 
And we think it's a little bit surprising when drugs are usually licensed and regulated so much more heavily than foods. The foods have actually moved ahead on this over drugs. Yeah. And do you get any sense of whether there would be willingness to make those changes? Mm. <laughs> um, well, we did contact several companies when we were, when we were confused about the contents um, of a medication. And certainly many of my requests for information were met with confusion by the companies who really didn't understand why I was asking if Reddit was used in manufacturing, for example, because they believed if it wasn't actually in the product, it didn't matter. And I think the key thing is, is raising awareness, which is partly why I've done this, um, for not only doctors and patients, but also the companies who could potentially quite easily rectify these problems. So who would you like to, to read this and, and go away and change things? Well, I think it's important that, that, that doctors and patients read it. And doctors probably need to be more aware. Obviously, they're driving the prescri prescribing habits. Um, patients are aware to an extent. If you just type it into Google, there's lots of groups that talk about this. But they're obviously not being heard by the companies as, as many of these drugs continue to be made. Um, so ultimately, if the, if the doctors and patients are getting um, a kind of combined louder voice, I'd hope that the drug companies uh, might be able to just make their packaging clearer, if not change their manufacturing processes in the future. Do either of you have any practical suggestions in the short term if you've got patients then turning up at your GP surgery or your outpatient department and they're asking for a vegetarian formulation? How practically... Do you think it can work in the current system to try and get them a product that they're more happy with? It is practically possible, um, although it would require a fair amount of research on either the doctor or the pharmacist's um, time. Um, the doctor would need to do essentially what we did, which is to find an MRHA report for a certain drug from a certain brand that says it does not contain animal products or on the excipient list which comes actually in in almost SPC's summary of product characteristics which is found online if it contained no lactose no magnesium and no gelatin you could be say relatively happy that that brand wouldn't contain it but as Kinesh alluded to it really comes down to the hands of the pharmacist because they I don't believe as far as I'm aware that pharmacists have five different types of etanolol for example sitting on their shelf um, and, and if they did, then theoretically a pharmacist could then look through the SPCs or look online. But all of this requires a large amount of investigation and time, of which I don't really think that the GPs or the pharmacists necessarily have to give over, even though I'm sure they'd very much like to be able to, to produce this because it has an impact on adherence to taking medications, which is a big problem. And looking online doesn't even solve the problem for many drugs. So if they do mention lactose, then most vegetarians would be happy to take that in its vegetarian form, but not in its animal-derived form. So to find that information usually involved contacting manufacturers, and half the manufacturers that we contacted didn't respond, and the other half gave misleading information much of the time. So one manufacturer said, and this is a direct quotation, that Although carfrenate is used in the production of lactose, it does not appear in the final product and therefore it is suitable for vegetarians. 
but this definition would not really be compatible with the definition of vegetarianism advocated by the Vegetarian Society or the Food Standards Agency. The full article by Kanesh Patel and Kate Tatham, including some of the drugs mentioned, is now available on bmj.com.